This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Today we've got some hard-hitting questions that we've got to break down, and our first story of the day is by throwaway3313765, am I the jerk for opening my husband's safe with a crowbar to get money for an emergency? I, female 31, am a stay-at-home mom with two kids. My husband dedicates most of his salary towards the kids and household, but has a safe that he puts money in on a monthly basis. I didn't make a fuss over it because he said that it saved money for an emergency. I asked for the password countless times, but he refused to give it to me and said that in case of an emergency, all I needed to do was inform him. He went on a two-day business trip. Our son got sick and I had to take him to the hospital. The problem is, he needed medication, but I didn't have any money except what was in the safe. I called my husband, but he didn't respond. I texted him explaining the situation, but he refused to cut his trip short and come home. I asked how Jay was supposed to get money for medication. He suggested that I either A, wait for him till he gets home, or B, borrow the money from the neighbors. I just had it. I hung up and went to the garage to grab a crowbar, then took it to the safe and opened it. I took the money I needed, which was about $60, and went to the pharmacy store to get the medication. My husband came home a bit earlier and when he saw what I'd done to the safe, he flipped out and started freaking out at me. I said I had no choice and all of his suggestions were unreasonable and illogical for me to even consider. He yelled saying I breached his trust and his boundaries and should never have touched his safe, much less used the crowbar on it. We had a big argument and he kept saying I had no respect for him, his income and instructions. Then he completely refused to speak to me and is threatening to move the safe since he no longer trusts it around me. Was I in the wrong for the steps I took? Should I have tried another alternative? I just can't blame OP in this situation. Some might try to make some kind of argument where like if you keep your finances separate it's their money blah blah blah. But this just seems like some weird insecurity financial abuse thing where they're like, It's okay, I'll stash all this money away, it'll just be in the safe, if we need it for an emergency, it's there. Well, if he's not around and there's an emergency, you still can't access it. If in that moment you can't get access to it, when would you ever? I just can't blame OP. Is there any way that OP might be the jerk? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is from OKMathematician887. Am I the jerk for labeling my food as having hot sauce to deter food thieves at work? Simple as that. My lunches were being taken while I was working, so I photocopied the label for one of my husband's hot sauce bottles and put it on my food, with a label that said it was one of the hottest sauces in the world. I got called into HR for contaminating the fridge. I asked how I did this with a sealed Tupperware container. They said one of my coworkers grabbed it by accident and was about to eat it when they noticed the label. I asked them to produce my container and my coworker's container. 
so we could determine how this mix-up could possibly have happened. Now, I don't want to hurt anyone, and my husband's tolerance for hot stuff is beyond insane, so I did not actually put hot sauce on my food. The HR lady asked me to wait a minute. She came back and said there had been a mistake, and that the person who took my food had not brought in a container that day. So I asked if I could file a complaint for someone taking my food. She looked pissed, but she had hauled me in, and I wasn't going to let it go. I received a copy of my complaint, but now my boss has asked me to drop it. I don't know who was stealing my food, but it must be someone they don't want to get rid of. My husband says I should just let it go, but he hasn't had multiple lunches go missing. Am I the jerk? Absolutely not the jerk. I can already imagine, like, imagine you have something nice, whether it's leftovers, something you prepared for yourself. Even if it's something cheap and easy, it's something that you like. You go to get it for lunch and some jerk took it and you have nothing for the rest of your multi-hour shift. That sucks and putting a hot sauce label is honestly like the lower end of what you could have done. Also considering the reaction, I bet a lot of people, me included, are willing to bet it might be the boss. Our next story is from Sarah Nee. Am I the jerk for putting my family in a difficult situation because I can't tolerate an extra person in the bus? I, 19-year-old female, was going to travel to a different state for a cousin's wedding with my family. Initially, they decided to go through train, since none of us wants to drive for 7 hours and attend a wedding tired, but I have severe motion sickness and I refused to travel by train. We're going with our uncle's family to make it a small family vacation as well, so my dad and him agreed on renting a bus so I would be more comfortable. I had some issues with this too because I don't like to travel with a lot of people, especially when all of them are so fond of talking. The noise is not worth it at all. But I still agreed because of my family's happiness. Now, a day before, I'm informed that we have to take a teenage relative with us because her parents don't want her to travel alone, and she's also invited at the wedding. My parents have no problem with it because they believe we can easily make some room for her in the bus. However, I honestly think one more member will make the environment more suffocated than it already is going to be. I told my parents I won't be traveling with them if she accompanies, and they said they can't back out now after they've told her parents they'll take her with us. I've decided to skip the whole wedding and the vacation and stay home. This has put my family in a stressful situation because they think their vacation would be incomplete without me and they don't want to leave me behind. My mom got overly emotional and said she won't be going either. Dad asked if he should book a bigger bus, and I declined because it's not about the bus. I really didn't mean to see them unhappy or stressed when they should be excited for the vacations, and I can't help but feel guilty. I feel like I've ruined their trip. So, unless this teenage relative has some serious background with OP that we just don't know, maybe because OP's not mentioning it, I think OP is the jerk, especially when the dad's going out of the way to offer to book an even bigger bus to try to make things more accommodating. I mean, I understand that it's not OP's fault that they have issues traveling by train, but that means everybody else is compromising by taking the bus, and I think that also means that OP should be a little compromising and work with them so everybody can get to the wedding and have a good time. Our next story is from the Smiths Row. Am I the jerk for refusing to let my husband drive my son to school with his step-siblings anymore? Context, my ex-husband and I have custody of our 11-year-old son. He's diabetic and since his diagnosis is relatively new, we're still working on managing things for him so he could continue to live a normal life just like other kids. 
His stepdad is responsible for dropping him off and picking him up from school since his step-siblings attend the same school. The issue began when my son started asking me or his bio dad to take him to school instead of his stepdad. He said the reason for that is because his step-siblings open his lunchbox and take all the additional snacks that he needs in case he has a hypoglycemic episode. That's what we call low blood sugar. His step-siblings would take his lunchbox from him and take the snacks and only leave him with a sandwich and water. His stepdad thinks there's nothing wrong with sharing, although I explained to him about a million times now how important his snacks are. He promised that he won't let his kids touch my son's lunchbox from now on, and I believed him. Days ago, my son came home and told me his step-siblings took his snacks from his lunchbox again. I was enraged. I asked if his stepdad saw them. He said yes, and he scolded them when he refused to let them have the snacks. I lost it. I blew up at my husband and told him that my son won't be riding in his car again with his step-siblings after what they'd done and after he allowed it. I told him that my son's father will be driving him to and from school from now on. He lashed out at me saying I was driving a wedge between the kids and teaching my son to grow up being selfish and self-centered and antisocial, and also making my son distant from him and getting him to favor his bio dad. I refused to discuss it. Now he's acting all hurt and disrespected, saying it wasn't worth ruining the kid's relationship over some snacks. So question here, is he dumb? Is the stepdad like extremely low IQ? Does he have like a really hard time understanding basic concepts? I'm asking because this guy can't understand the importance of these snacks. These aren't some extra fruit roll-ups. These aren't some gushers that he gets special because his mom loves him more than the step-sibling's dad loves them. They might have a legitimate, life-threatening emergency. This dude doesn't understand that? And then he goes and argues something that's so stupid? Such as, you're teaching him to be selfish by not giving those snacks up. It literally could be essentially life-saving medicine for this kid. OP is clearly not the jerk. And this husband is so dense it legitimately pisses me off. Also, how dare a kid favor their bio-parent over a step-parent? Just another stupid argument point. Our next story is from Sayahov. Am I the jerk for yelling at my wife after she woke me up to help with the kids? I'm male. My wife, female, Sonia, is a stay-at-home mom of our two children, a 7-year-old male and a 5-year-old female. I really try to help with the kids when I get home. I know being a stay-at-home mom is pretty tiring, even though she has part-time off from school, but helping with homework, making food, and taking care of the kids can be exhausting. When I get home, I make dinner, wash the dishes, and stay with our children for a while so she can have her moment too. These weeks have been pretty exhausting. It's a very important month professionally. In November will be the delivery of a six-month project that my team and I are idealizing. Last week was the final touches and review of the entire project, so I went out to work at 8am, got home at 5pm, took care of my kids till 9pm, and was actually working till 3 or 4 a.m. to get maybe 3 or 4 hours of sleep. I have trouble sleeping. So if I slept 12 hours in 5 days, it was a lot. I was exhausted. I wasn't even driving because I didn't trust my senses to drive. I couldn't vent to Sonia because she was stressed too. Our children had the flu. I was dragged to the hospital by my coworkers after nearly passing out for only walking. The doctor demanded that I take a week's medical leave because I was already on the verge of a burnout. When I got home, I spoke to my wife and she seemed to be understanding. 
I asked her to give me a day off from everything, as I would try to get as much sleep as possible that night to come back better. She said fine. I offered to also give her a day off because I know she was tired too. I went to sleep at 9pm and woke up to Sonya nudging me to take the kids to school. I walk with them. I talked about what we talked about yesterday and she said, yeah, but that's your part of the morning and I have other morning plans, yoga class, gym and house cleaning. I asked her three times more to do this for me as I was still exhausted, 6.30am, but she just said, you're still a father, tired or not. It could be tired or not, but I ended up losing my mind and screaming, I just need a few hours of sleep. Please respect what I asked of you yesterday and let me sleep, man. She was in shock and said, okay then. She took the kids and I slept until 4pm. There were several messages from her saying that I shouldn't have yelled at her for asking me to take responsibility as a parent and that it was toxic behavior of mine. Well, we haven't talked much more than necessary for two days. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk because the doctor literally said, hey, you need to take some time off. If the doctor's saying you need to take some rest, you probably really do need to take some rest. OP went to their wife and said, Hey, can you just handle everything for me for a day? She said yes, and then immediately expects you to still do that stuff that she agreed to take over, whether or not she was hoping that you'd still do some of it regardless. Not the jerk, and for OP's sake, I hope they get some sleep. I haven't been the best with sleeping regularly or consistently either, and honestly it freaks me out all the time hearing about how important sleep is. You know, how it like literally cleans your brain, how a lack of sleep can have a correlation to developing things like dementia down the road, how regularly sleeping helps your overall health and metabolism and things. Sleep is the one thing you should not skimp out on. Our next story is from Puzzleheaded Rush 413 Am I the jerk for refusing to sell my starter home for under market value to my mother and sister? I, 34-year-old female, bought my starter home in my earlier 20s for $120,000. It's not a huge home, it's roughly a thousand square foot, two bed, one and a half bath townhome, but it was perfect for me at the time. I upgraded it and made it my home for 12 years. I've decided it's time to move on to something bigger. Here's my dilemma. My mother, 65, and my sister, 30, got wind that I was planning on putting my house on the market. My home was valued at approximately $400,000. Even with their combined income, neither could afford a mortgage that size. They want me to sell them my home for the $120,000 I bought it for. I plan on using the equity as the down payment on my new home, and that's roughly around $600,000. My mom and sister are pissed. They keep trying to convince me to sell the home for undervalue so they can finally have some stability in their life. My other dilemma is I've never had a good relationship with either of them and moved out of state to get away from them. Both of them are pissed at me and have dragged the whole family into the drama. Half are on my side and half are on their side. I need outside opinions at this point. If OP was like really well off and honestly just didn't really need the home, maybe you could argue that OP maybe should seriously consider it? But this is clearly a situation where OP's not only not the jerk, but would be making a huge mistake to do anything but sell it for as much as they could get. How much would you want to bet that you sold it to them for 120000 and that they'd go and immediately flip it for hundreds of thousands of more dollars? This next story is from Ordos Deluxe. Am I the jerk for leaving my sick wife to deal with two toddlers on her own? I, male 36, and my wife, female 35, have a three-year-old daughter. 
I have long-standing issues with my wife's sister-in-law because I think that my wife constantly panders to her and caters to her every whim, often at the expense of me and my daughter. Recently, we had a huge fight about her saying something offensive to me in a public setting in defense of sister-in-law at our daughter's expense, and up until this point, she's tried to do better. We've both been floored with the flu for the past 10 days or so, negative COVID tests. She seems to have had it slightly worse than me, so I've been tagged in to do all the chores, childcare, and cooking while she's tried to get as much rest as possible. This has now trickled into a week I booked off work on holiday, which doesn't bother me in itself, because I'd rather make sure they were both okay. I am, however, starting to feel really run down myself now. I'm tired, I've had limited opportunity to rest and catch up on sleep, and I'm sore. Today, my wife woke up at around 9.15am. I'd been up since 6.30 with daughter. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. And said she was feeling a bit better. I said that's great, and maybe she could hold the fort while I went for a nap. She said that what she was actually thinking was inviting sister-in-law's youngest round for a playdate to keep our daughter occupied. For reference, she's three. This isn't an uncommon thing to happen. Sister-in-law often brings her kids to us, and for reasons I still don't understand, our daughter is never invited to spend an afternoon with them in their house. I said that I really wasn't feeling up to it today. My wife said that I wouldn't have to do anything to entertain them, to which I was skeptical about, so I agreed. So about 15 minutes after she arrives, I'm asked to get them drinks and snacks and then play games and occupy them. Now I'm aware that I'd have needed to do this for my own daughter, but going from one to two toddlers is such a huge leap in terms of the demand on your time and energy. Add this to the fact that I was feeling lousy and it just wasn't a good mix. I'm off work this week and on top of my illness, I didn't sign up for extra childcare duties. After about two hours, I told my wife that I was going up to my mom's house to get a sleep. The whole way up, she was phoning and texting me, absolutely furious that I'd left her to deal with it. I'm literally lying in my mom's spare bed writing this now, but my brain is too wired to sleep. Am I the jerk? I know it's crappy leaving her while she's sick to deal with two toddlers, but after so long holding the ball, I've reached my limit. I don't blame OP, this doesn't seem like much of a partnership here. To me, it seems like their partner really is trying to milk OP for as much as they can. Everybody needs a break at some point, whether they're a parent or not. I mean, depending on your situations, you might not be able to take those breaks. But this is definitely a situation where you could and should have been able to have a break here or there. I think maybe a proper sit down and some open communication is hugely needed here. And I think if the wife doesn't hear you out, there's some serious issues here. Our next story is from Safe Translator 4967. 
Am I the jerk for moving out while my parents are on vacation? I, female 20, have three siblings who live at home, male 22, male 15, and male 12. My older brother doesn't work and doesn't go to school. My middle and youngest brothers are in middle and high school. I've been taking care of them for about six years now. My parents both work. I am the one who cleans and makes food and takes care of the dogs. I have access to a car that I share with my brother, but he takes it to go see his friends and hook up with Tinder randos. So I've had to bring home groceries on the bus because, oh yeah, I also do the grocery shopping. I've tried talking to my parents about it, but they say that my brother's finding himself and the younger ones have to concentrate on school. I'm in my third year of college and it's wrecking me. My boyfriend, 24, has talked to his parents and they're letting me move into the apartment over their garage. He'll be paying the rent for the apartment. He lives at home rent free, but he also graduated and has a great job so we talked about it and it's fair. We're committed to each other but we're way too young to think about moving in together or getting married. I'm not saying that this is too young for anyone else, we just know what we want in life and until I get my nursing degree and get a job, we aren't ready. My parents went away this weekend for NASCAR in Vegas. It's their third vacation this year. I don't begrudge them their holidays, they both work hard. But I'm tired of being an unpaid nanny and dog sitter. So I grabbed my laptop, clothes, and a few other things that I'd been gifted. I waited for my older brother to get home, and I left. I told him I was going out for milk, but my boyfriend was waiting in the car around the corner. He started texting me about 20 minutes later, saying he needed the car. I didn't take the car. I left all the keys on the counter, even my house keys. My grandparents pay for my education, so there's literally nothing my parents can hold over me. I let them know that I wasn't coming back, and I let my parents know after the last race that I'd left him in charge of the younger kids and bailed. They drove straight home instead of spending the night partying and driving home today. Everyone is mad at me for being so immature and thoughtless. I just don't care anymore. I talked to my grandfather, and he says that I'm right, and my brothers can look after themselves. My mom keeps calling and complaining that the house is a mess. I was only gone for nine hours before they got home, but my brothers are pigs. My older brother says I'm a jerk because my parents are making him do everything that I used to do. I can't find it in myself to give a crap. Am I the jerk? Definitely not the jerk because OP was being treated like an unpaid nanny dog sitter do my bidding person. You either give in and you live like that for just about the rest of your life or you cut it off and you get out of there and maybe you can repair the relationship down the road but they're going to try to manipulate you and call you the worst for not doing everything for them. I also agree with OP though, a 22 year old and a 15 year old at home, they can take care of themselves for a few days and their 12 year old younger sibling. I don't know what the parents do for work, I don't know what their pay grade is, but if they're too good to clean up their own house or they're too good to give their three kids some chores equally, then hey, they better buck up for an actual nanny. Our next story is from throwaway681074. Am I the jerk for ignoring our daughter when she tried to get her attention like that? I have two daughters, one of them is Abby, 22, and the other one is Anna, 16. When Abby was 16, she suddenly started to act weird, like screaming and yelling for no reason. We were very worried about her, so my husband and I put her in therapy and we did everything we could to help her. Anna always tries to do whatever Abby does. For example, when Abby turned 14, she joined the basketball team. When Anna turned 14, she did the exact same thing. 
There's many more examples. When Anna turned 16, she started to act exactly like Abby. It was clear that she was only doing this to get our attention, and there's nothing really wrong with her, so my husband and I decided to ignore her behavior, hoping she would stop acting like this, which after a month she did. However, now she's giving us the silent treatment. I was talking to my sister about this, and she told me we're jerks for ignoring her when she tried to get our attention. I think OP is the jerk because... Although your natural instinct may be to not want to give in to somebody who's clearly doing something for the sake of trying to get attention, you should be able to recognize as a parent that your kid is doing some kind of, essentially a call for attention or help in some way, and a dialogue is, I think, encouraged, should have been had, not ignored. Our next story is from Particular Bar 9216 Am I the jerk for spending my daughter's tuition money? Our daughter is 20-year-old female and she recently decided to go back to college after taking a year off. She dropped out of college a few months ago saying it wasn't for her. We adamantly advised against it, but she ended up moving with her boyfriend and started working in his family's restaurant business. There was still a little north of 30000 set aside in the account I set aside for her tuition money. My wife and I have been wanting to remodel our kitchen for a while, so we decided to go ahead with that money. Well, now my daughter has decided to go back to college because it didn't work out with her boyfriend, and she didn't like any of the jobs she had following that. She was shocked that we had used her college money towards the house, even though we had this conversation before she left. She asked if she could have access to her college tuition account before she moved in with her boyfriend, to which we explicitly said no and said that it was saved for her tuition only and nothing else, and that if she left, we would use it for something else. She said she thought we were bluffing and didn't actually mean it, and that we need to help her pay for college, since we're still paying for her younger brother's yearly tuition. I told her she needs to work part-time and go to a cheaper place like community college rather than a state school. She's been angry over this and ignoring her mother's phone calls. Her mother said, maybe we can still help her out financially. But we're nearing our retirement age and a little behind our retirement goals, so I don't want to take away from our savings just because my daughter made some bad choices. I feel like I've given her good alternatives and even offered to let her stay at our house free of rent so she can just focus on paying for college. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk here. They sat down and had that conversation. I mean, they seem like very loving parents. I imagine that convo was something along the lines of, Listen, we love you. We set that money aside solely for college. If you're turning that down right now, you're telling us you don't want to go to college. We're going to use it for something else. Well, exactly that happened. It sucks for the kid. And yeah, I mean, you wish the money was still around so they could go to college. But that was the decision they made. Our next story is from Help PPNE. Am I the jerk for calling my girlfriend a hypocrite and saying I can have a relationship with her dad if I want to? Me and my girlfriend Corey, both 27, have been together five years. I've known her family a long time and I formed a good relationship with her dad. We both golf and watch sports together. I consider him a friend. Like three years ago, it comes out third party that Corey's mom was having an affair. Her dad moved out and her mom went nuts. I stayed out of it, but I refused to accompany Corey to her mom's house. I don't mess with cheaters and let her go alone unless it's a big holiday or an important event at her mom's. This whole time, Corey was pushing her dad to reconcile with her mom. She begged him to try counseling and talked about forgiveness. 
I don't know what happened, but Corey's dad eventually gave in and went to counseling. They reconciled two years ago. Then it became this weird situation where Corey's mom seemed to enjoy bringing up her affair. She would post on social media how forgiveness in the church brought them back together, constantly talking about power of prayer. As a man, I could see her dad hated it. In my opinion, he was only sticking around for the sake of the family. In February this year, Corey's dad left in the middle of the night. According to Corey's mom, her dad told me he left a note. He moved in with a woman he'd been seeing. They're now divorced and Corey's dad's living with this woman. I've maintained my friendship with him. I told him I can't really blame him as he was in a no-win situation. Corey, on the other hand, has been a nightmare. She's blocked her dad, bashes him to friends and family, gets mad at me for carrying on a relationship with him. She also goes to her mom's house regularly to comfort her mom. None of this she did to her mom whenever she cheated years ago, instead saying that they worked past that together. Last night I called her a hypocrite in front of her brother, saying that she never blamed her mom, instead preached forgiveness. Never cut her mom off, never forced me to stop talking to her dad. She never went over to her dad's rental alone to comfort him, only push him to reconcile. She then demanded I stop talking to her dad. I said I'm an adult who doesn't let others dictate their relationships. That me and her dad don't discuss her in any form. We talk baseball. So no, I wouldn't stop because she wants to be a hypocrite and not hold her mom accountable for what happened. I recommended therapy for her but was called a jerk for this. I don't think I need to apologize as calling her a hypocrite is accurate. Am I the jerk? I kind of feel like everybody in the story are all kind of the jerks here. I don't really think I see any party that's like, not at least flawed in the story in some way. Both the parents for cheating on each other, the girlfriend for having hypocritical tendencies and taking sides, not owning up to it, and OP literally said, I don't mess with cheaters, but is still going to hang out with Corey's dad who, whether it was revenge or not, also cheated. And our final story of the day is from Bamato 4832 Am I the jerk for not letting my daughter buy clothes? My wife, 37-year-old female, and I, 37-year-old male, have four kids, 14-year-olds female and male, a 12-year-old male and an 11-year-old female. We generally agree on parenting them, but a recent incident had me and my wife disagreeing and I want to see if I was in the wrong. A few weeks ago, I was at home with our 12-year-old because he was sick with a stomach bug. While I was making him soup, I got a call from my twins high school telling me that they wanted to speak with me and that my daughter had received three days of in-school suspension for a bullying incident. Because of my son's sickness, I spoke through them via phone and they told me everything that had happened. My daughter and a group of her friends was picking on a boy for wearing a crop top. The boy told the teacher she asked them to stop. When they didn't stop, she sent them to the office. After talking to the boy, he admitted the bullying was going on for a few days and they kept bothering him when they asked him to stop. My daughter and son came home and my son's face was bright red. I told my daughter to go to her room and then sat down with my son to see if he was okay. Apparently the boy she bullied was a close friend of his, one of his football teammates. The boy was talking to my son and their other friends and said something about how he thought it was cool that some men used to wear sports crop tops. The boys told him that if he thought it was cool, he should try it. The boys went out and bought some jerseys from the thrift store and made them into crop tops. I then spoke to my daughter. She didn't show much remorse and was dismissive of me. Last year, she also got in trouble for bullying someone because of clothing. She's also gotten in trouble for racism at school. 
a very white area, were white, her and her friends were saying racist stuff in class. When my wife got home, we discussed a punishment and agreed on not buying her new clothes for a while. She has plenty of good clothes already. This weekend, we went to visit my brother. My brother lives about three hours away in a small town, and we don't see him often. This week was the town's annual fair. At the fair, they had booths from the local businesses. Our oldest son went to the booth with antique sports stuff, and then the book booth to get books on sports history. Son loves reading those. Our 12-year-old got some plushies and toys, and our youngest was looking at video games. Our oldest daughter went to the clothes. I stopped her and told her the rule was still in place. I said she could buy books, a video game, candy, etc., but clothes were the one thing she could not get. She was bugging my wife, and my wife eventually told her she would reconsider it. She then talked to me, and I told her that I wasn't changing my stance because I'm letting her buy other stuff, and I thought she was being entitled. My daughter didn't buy anything, and my wife thinks I was too tough on her. When I called my mom for advice, she also agreed with my wife. Am I the jerk? I think both parents are the jerks here. Considering all of this behavior that the daughter's doing, all they're doing is simply restricting them from buying clothes? That's really what makes them the jerk, let alone the fact that one parent is going back on an already slap-on-the-wrist-level punishment. I think that's an open-and-shut case here. They need to do some more serious work with their daughter before this behavior really sets in and that's who they are, if it's not already too late. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, click on that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.